0: You're listening to the Recruiting Daily podcast. We're live from Sherm 22 and talking to some of the best minds in HR and business. We are digging into the most pressing issues in the workplace so you don't have to. Now, here's your host, William Tincup.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup and you're listening to the Recruiting Daily podcast. Listen, today we're going to actually talk to Jared from Paychex. We're going to do something a little bit different because we're broadcasting live from Sherm Annual in New Orleans. We're going to be talking about the Paychex experience at Sherm Annual and kind of what they went through. So we'll talk a little bit about Paychex, of course, uh, because it's important to kind of know uh, some of the innovative things that they're doing and the customers that they're serving. But we also want to talk about the show and their conference experience. So, Jared, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and paychecks,
0: absolutely, William. Thank you. Sure, um, I've been with paychecks pushing twenty years. It'll be twenty years in August. Been Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You,
1: you happen to know Mike Goya?
0: I've heard that name. I yeah. can not tell you who he is. Okay, however. he's on
1: the he's on the tech side.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm currently in Charlotte, North oh, Carolina. Cool. Uh, I spent about twelve years up in the Twin Cities prior yeah. to that. I'm from Milwaukee originally, uh, and I'm an HR coach. Um, really what that is. We have a number of HR business partners, think of them as HR consultants, and they partner with our um, HR services clients right. and really um, provide proactive support, collaboratively get things in place such as handbooks, such as you know job descriptions, strategize as to what they really want to get out of our service. And a big part of that is really identifying needs uh, and then also, therefore, uh, support that would be more reactionary in nature. Right. You know, we have this employee that we need to terminate because of Reason ABC. Uh, employee requested this type of accommodation. We right. don't know what to do. So my role uh, really is to partner kind of behind the scenes, frankly, with our HR business partners. When they run into something that they're maybe not all that familiar with, Right? very complex, they'll reach out to me. And then we also do have certain... Uh, subjects, uh, high risk matters in which uh, we as coaches need to get our eyeballs on it just to make sure that any recommendation going to the client uh, is appropriate. So um, there's also a big upskilling component that Mm -hmm. goes along with that uh, and making sure that our HR business partners are um, really sharpening their HR skills uh, as they go along and whatever they need, we try to make sure that they're getting it.
1: So you're, in, in, in your role currently, you're supporting HR within Paychex.
0: That's correct. I'm not client-facing. I used oh, to be. I yeah, spent yeah. about 12, 13 years uh, as an HR consultant, now called HR business partner. But, right. So I'm very familiar with that role. Right. Uh, I've been in my current role about two and a half years.
1: And so supporting them is fantastic because they need somebody back there behind them because they're client-facing, basically putting out fires mm-hmm. all day long. And so someone behind them going, hey, are you aware of, et cetera, but also being a backstop to answer questions that they get asked. Like, I have no idea what that is because they're fighting fires all day long, every day
0: long. Yeah, So that's exactly right. And, I mean, the reality is they do end up with some product support-related situations that they have to help out with. So they have a lot going on, um, and you're spot on. It's. Collaboratively, we try to make sure that the clients are getting exactly what they need as quickly as we can get it to them. And um, I love it. I love um, having the experience of helping to upskill. Some need more than others. I work with a lot of HR business partners that now they've been in the field for a long, long time. Right. They know what they're doing, and some maybe are a little bit greener and need a little bit more support.
1: Yeah, but they you know, the beauty of this model is they've got somebody they can go to. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's that's what's beautiful because not everybody that the HR business partners <laughs> are client-facing, not everyone has that backstop. Yeah. You know, they're out there on that, that ledge by themselves, uh, so sort to of speak. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit. Let's start with the uh, the Shermanual Experience. Like, what did, uh, A, what did you expect? And, uh, and then tell us a little bit about the experience itself.
0: Yeah, it was uh, pretty much what I expected, frankly. A lot of people... Um yep. a lot of you know, talking. <laughs> yep. Um, which I can certainly do, but I'm a I'm a relatively introverted fellow. so um when you talk Myers Briggs, if you're familiar with Myers oh, yeah. Briggs, I, I, I have the elasticity to get myself into extroverted land yes. uh, for a period of time, but um I stress a period of time because yeah. at the end of that period of time I yeah, I just crash, I got yeah, nothing yeah. left to give. That's but right. um the experience was great. Love it. I uh, had a, an opportunity myself personally. My big focus coming into uh, the Sherm conference was really analyzing and speaking to the Paychex Pulse survey. Oh, cool. Uh, and it's a six annual survey that we've done. And we, um, we surveyed 1,000 of our client contacts. We primarily focused on clients that were 20 employees and up. Uh, and The, I guess, two main themes um, that I think are really, really relevant is really the need to ensure that uh, employers are maintaining a workforce that is comprised of happy, healthy employees, and really the emphasis on leveraging technology. Um, So, our questions were designed to identify challenges, priorities, and use of technology so that was really interesting
1: what questions did you get at the booth what was what were people um what were they kind of asking you about because pay- paychecks you know a your thought leaders and so i can imagine it's probably all 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 kinds of different questions that people would ask you but what what did you what kind of thematically what did you see
0: um it, honestly it was a little bit different than what i was expecting from that perspective and that a lot of it was Management focused. Really? Yeah. um, How do we train our managers to be better leaders? And we're running into uh, issues in which um, our management staff isn't really able to effectively communicate with their employees. And each of our managers has their own policies and um, they're enforcing their policies differently. I really, really didn't necessarily anticipate that. I right. assumed um, that a lot of it was going to be the great resignation sure. focus and, you know, attracting and retaining employees, which, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. um
1: of those questions, too.
0: Yeah. In our, our pulse survey, that was one of the main topics. One of the main topics that came back as far as, you know, considered to be a challenge and priority is attracting and retaining employees. Right. Uh, and that did come up in conversation. We had one, um, a couple of HR professionals that came to the booth and they, they're they starting now to see a lot of turnover. They, you know, realistically, they're probably about six to eight months behind the curve. Right. You know, most companies started to see this, uh, you know, this past summer and they're now starting to see it. So they were trying to um, understand some of the things that they could potentially do strategically to retain employees. Uh, and I know comp is a big topic right now. We got an um, inflation rate of 8.6%, so yep. a lot of employees are screaming COLA, you know, cost of living adjustment, oh, yeah. which is a valid concern. Uh, uh, fair. Uh, but it's not always that easy from an employer's perspective. That's right. Uh, so finding ways that you can really help to increase work-life balance, Uh, really making a point to try to incorporate more flexibility into the way that an employee is working, the schedules that they work, where they're working from. Uh, Remote work is becoming increasingly more valued as an employee. Uh, Not always an option for all employers, right? Right. Um, We had a uh, a company client contact that came through, and they are a... uh, they, they were a, a chicken processing plant or mm-hmm. a chicken farm, something like that. And um, obviously you can't have plant workers working from home, so we helped to try to give them some perspective of some other things that they can possibly do in an effort to make sure that their employees feel valued, have strong uh, work-life balance, and feel special, which uh, particularly now with the uh, the Gen Z workforce uh, they do want to feel valued they want to feel special not to imply that all employees don't but right. it's a higher priority for uh, that generation specifically so we did talk generational differences some as well
1: that's fantastic so uh, two things two two questions one is um, we'll just start with the first one how would you like if you had a magic wand because paychecks does so many things other than payroll right? But I think that sometimes people kind of think you, think of people as historical, you know, they lock you in a box and they, and they think of you in certain ways, right? Happens in life. How would you like if you could, with a magic wand, how would you position paychecks to people?
0: Uh, the way that I would position it or describe us is a, a higher end payroll benefits and HR outsourcing firm. I mean, we are on the upper end of the uh, the pricing scale, but justifiably so, in my opinion. Right, right. So that's really our our main focus is partnering with America's businesses, and our main focus is making sure that they have um, the ability to get the best service that they could possibly get and not have to worry about those things, not have to worry about their 401k record keeping being correct, not worrying about their payroll being correct. Um, and if something comes up from an HR perspective, having the ability to get in contact with their HR business partner quickly and getting resolutions and getting recommendations to whatever type of complex situation they run into.
1: See, I love that because it's those three pillars. You know, it's 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 uh, payroll, obviously, known, known well for... Um, it, the benefits, being able to be a, a wonderful partner there, but also the consulting side, being able to be their service provider and just say, hey, listen, you're going to run into some things. We have people yep. here at your disposal, and that's the three le- three legs. Um,
0: simplicity. The word that we focus on is simplicity. We want to make it as simple as possible for our yeah. clients.
1: Well, and I think it is. I was a, Originally, that was my first payroll company that I worked with was paychecks. A hundred years ago. Yeah. So (laughs) 150 years ago. Um, What happened, William? What's up, man? It was super easy, actually. It was super, super easy. Um, Next year, if we're having this conversation next year, not if, when we have this conversation next year, um, what are we talking about, similarly or differently?
0: Similarly or different, I would primarily say that a year from now I can envision a scenario in which there's a little bit more stability, and by stability I mean the great resignation yeah. will in essence be over, Right. Um, workforces will be stable, and it's at that point that employers are really going to have the opportunity and ability to focus on greater productivity, greater efficiency, because they'll have a workforce that has been in their role for a while. Right. Um, whereas right now, it's Chaos. You know, you're bringing all these new people in, and you've got to try to get them upskilled, and you've got to try to get them to a point of efficiency as quick as possible. Um, I recorded a podcast a while ago um, uh, that addressed Boomerang employees and the yep. value that Boomerang employees can provide, uh, simply being that if you bring someone back that was with you that was a good employee – there's a faster speed to efficiency. That's right. uh, so a year from now, I think it's probably going to be more leadership focused um, and, and really focused on making sure that the employee base as a whole as is as effective and efficient as possible. And as well, I go back to the the happy healthy employee mantra and workforces that are happy, healthy, engaged uh, and are really really, feel valued and want to contribute to the uh, the greater good of the employer or the company.
1: Jared, you've been fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
0: Thank you for having me. I love this stuff.
1: And thanks for everyone for listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Until next time.
0: You've been listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast live at Sherm 22 Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com.